everyone. Welcome back to Silver and Sensational. I'm your co-host, Jessica Lanferti. I'm also the producer of this show. And with me, as always, is your host of Silver and Sensational, Lois Mills. Oh, hello, everyone. You know I love to say it is I, <laughs> Lois Mills, looking forward to spending some time with you today. So, Lo- Lois, I, I have a feeling you're similar to me in this way. Are, are you like a, a local famous person? Like you might not have been on TV. You might not have had, you know, a household name or be a Carnegie. Did, do you have like a neck where everyone knows you, knows Lois Mills, wherever you happen to go? If they don't know me, they know of me. Right. <laughs> I call myself the queen of the valley because I couldn't <laughs> go anywhere without going, how dad or... Whatever. There's something about us loud Italians that really make an impression, I think. Speaking of people knowing you, today is mm-hmm. kind of all about that. You know, not everyone has Lois's gift of being out there. And even even before Lois knew how to be vibrant and present, uh, it took her some time to get up some gall to make some friends. So today we thought would be all about simple ways that you can change and improve your social life through the lens of how Lois Mills has gone and done that. How does that sound, Lois? Well, um, I hope it helps. I can assure you that I was not always outgoing. <laughs> and I to think, say the least. I think that's the misnomer for people like us, is mm-hmm. that, well, you've always been socially outgoing. People Absolutely have always not. liked you. My social anxiety was probably more than anybody else's, which made it so that I had to overcome it and got so much better at it. So oh, yeah. you, we're looking at you on the other side of outgoing Lois and and the problems and the benefits that that might incur. And as we've told you all this season, we're taking questions from you. And Lois, we have the perfect question for today that was submitted to us via email. Again, if you want, if you have a question, you can uh, email us at silverandsensational at gmail.com. And this one is from Ruth G. And they say, hello, Lo, congratulations on season two. I loved listening to you and Tom last season. I always found myself wanting to hear more of your stories. And now I'm excited that I get to. I have a moderate amount of friends. I know, is that sweet? I have a moderate amount of friends, and I consider myself to be outgoing. Okay. I just moved into a new neighborhood, so I was looking forward to integrating into this new community. However, I didn't expect to find myself making a new friend so quickly in my downstairs neighbor. We're both self-ascribed as cat ladies and had plenty, of t- had, had plenty to talk about when we first met. My issue is, I think they'd like to be better friends with me than I have the capacity to be. When they see me coming home, they come out to say hi, or they ask me to come over and spend some time with them. It's not that I don't like them, but I'm sorry to say that I don't want to be that close with them. Thank goodness we have two entrances to our apartments, so by taking the front entrance, I'm able to avoid detection at times. Oh my goodness. But I feel badly for trying to dodge her. Am I in the wrong here for rejecting a perfectly fine person? How do I let her know that I don't mind being acquaintances, but I really don't want to chat as much as she does. Sincerely, freaked out friend. 
<laughs> well, Ruth, I'm going to guess that that's a pretty uh, common issue that people find, especially especially if you live in a building that is several generations. Mm. Um, generally speaking, you know, retired people have more time and um, on their hands, and sometimes they forget, you know, what if they did work, what it was like working and coming home and just needing quiet time because you've worked all day and you've been around people all day and now you need your own time. So absolutely not in the wrong. You are not in the wrong, Ruth. I can only suggest that um, you always have something you need to run onto. <laughs> and either you need to get upstairs because you forgot to take something out of the freezer and you won't have anything to eat, or, you know, something, I mean, of course, you'll continue to be cordial, but be certain, you know, being that you're an outgoing person, uh, things come so naturally to you. So do be certain you don't send any mixed messages. Right. Of, uh, you know, so you, like with training a puppy, you need to be consistent. And wow. if eventually, um, you know, all you all you want for them to know is that uh, you don't have the kind of time that they do, and that and I think before you actually come to say that, you might show it in action. So start with the actions. If that doesn't work, then in a very kind fashion, just say, "I'd love to chat longer, but I really, you know, I've worked all day and I'm dog tired and." I just don't have any more conversation in me. You know, something like that. If I don't know that that's so kind, but that's probably what I would say. Well, so I, I hope that, that answers boundaries. your question. Jessica, that is boundaries. And maybe Ruth has issues with that. I don't uh. know. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze somebody. You know, first of all, I'm not qualified. And secondly... <laughs> It's a letter, you know, what am I going right, to say? But right. I hope that that answers the question. I think that I love that being really clear about what your needs are, even if it's not explicitly saying, leave me alone, I don't have the time. But I do, you, chances are you do have something to go do when you get home. And that being stopped right when you get home. Uh, I wonder, too, if you don't tell that person, I have such and such time every day, every week that I would be happy to give you, you know, uh, being clear, like I got 15 minutes and we can sit down and have some coffee and then I got to go back to work. <laughs> but I think that's wonderful advice. Uh, for okay. Ruth. Thank you, folks. Uh, thank you, Ruth, for reaching out to us. We are going to give everyone now from Lowe's Mouth the ways to make friends, but also the red flags that come along with that. You ready, Lois? I am. I am. And before I give you, uh, we'll do this or do that or go here and go there, I have to say, first and foremost, you have to want to make new friends and you have to be open to making new friends. Um, you can't go in with the attitude um, 
I need, I have to do this. It's, you know, you want to do it. You want to expand your social life. You want to expand your horizons. So you also need to keep in mind that you are the new kid on the block. So your hands got to go out first. Mm. The first hello or good morning has to come from you. Don't you know? It's great if somebody else says it first, but if you wait for someone else to do that, you may be waiting a long time. And it's not that they don't want to, maybe they're shyer than you are mm -hmm. or more not, you know, or more ill adept at making new friends than you are. So um, those are a couple of things. The other thing is to watch your body language. You know, you, if, if you walk around or you're sitting at the coffee shop with your arms folded, as an example, you know, that's a signal to leave you alone. So, you know, you, a couple of things, you know, when you're out, have a smile on your face. I mean, you don't have to have a silly grin, but I, you know, Smile, um, smile at someone that's walking by. You know, I did a little test many years ago. I uh, living in Chicago, I was walking down Michigan Avenue, and I thought, let me see if how, how many people I smile at and how many people smile back. Well, I have to tell you, seven out of ten people smiled back. Five out of the ten, out of the seven rather, even said hello. Or wow. hi. Or, so you will find that if you're open and you smile, you know, very few people. Uh, and you know what? If they don't smile back, they don't say hello. What have you lost? What do you care? Um, but it gets you, it gets your uh, mindset going into being more open. So start with perfect if you're really shy start with perfect strangers people you're not expecting to make friends with and I can tell you that for myself um some 30 some 40 years ago I was so shy and I know it's hard for you guys to anyone who knows me to believe this but I was so shy I would cross the street rather than say hello to somebody I knew so I was extremely introverted and pretty much um, completely, I, I, got, I'm, I won't say socially inept, but, but not very knowledgeable as to how to make friends. So mm. that's the, um, the body language, the facial expressions, and the mental attitude to have to make new friends. So one of the first places, if you are so inclined, is to join a church. Um, most churches have different programs, and some of them, depending on where you're living, but some of them have, have uh, groups for uh, silvers, uh, and, but there must, you know, there's something for everyone in a given church if again if that you know that always seems to be a good uh, a good place to start and um i would start with that now from go ahead well no i, th I think you're right that it seems like a church has the most to gain from keeping activities 
happening. And again, you know, this is Silver and Sensational and we're getting all this vibe from you and your, you know, experience. But this is also advice someone like myself could take. And, you know, the only thing I'm thinking is, okay, well, I'm not very religious anymore. Although I know that there are some Christians or Catholics I could relate to that aren't too, you know, devout. But also there's other churches that um, aren't as much bent on the religion, like a Unitarian church that you could yeah, find right. that is probably also going to offer some community options. Yes, even though, I mean, I wasn't a practicing Catholic. At one time I joined the, I didn't join it, but I did go to a couple of Unity church um, services, I guess you'd say, because they were known to have a wonderful community of supporters, and um, I was, uh, you know, coming from a religion that had not that much of a focus at that time. Mm. Um, this was very impressive to me, but I never stayed with it because, again, you know, it just the atmosphere wasn't right for me. But it, it's certainly a place, you know, to look whether or not you want, you know, it, it's a church that doesn't have any real they entity. Yeah, there's really no, you know, Bible thumping or whatever if that's not what you're into. Well, and then, of course, another thing that has a couple couple benefits is to join a gym. Ah, uh, And, that. yes, but, but it's not just joining the gym. It's important that you are consistent in going to the gym on certain days and at certain times because you will find that people tend to have a workout schedule and you will then be able to be seeing and seen and seeing people the same people over and over so it does lend an opportunity to say do you want to get grab a smoothie later or whatever it is now um It'd be hard for me to talk about going to the gym because I was a gym rat. Ah, and ah. Uh, I, did, I did do some serious weight training. And so I did meet a couple that you know, were very serious. Uh, she had competed. Uh, they actually oh, wow. owned uh, their own gym in Florida, even though you know, we lived in New York, I mean, in Chicago. Um, and so, you know, we would grab a bite to eat after the workout. And so they, they said, you know, we're going down to our Florida place. We'd love to have you come. Um, you know, all you need to do is, you know, pack a, pack a bag. We have our own plane and well, Lois was oh not Oh my goodness to, gracious. Yeah, I was not about to turn down going <laughs> on a private plane. No. So... You know, I eagerly wow. accepted, and uh, they had this beautiful house and the uh, beautiful guest room and bath, and everything was set up beautifully. And we got there in time to go out to dinner with and meet. I was meeting their friends, and there was this table of people, you know, most of them maybe just a few years older than me, but basically in the same age range. And, um, it was a very unusual feeling I had that night, you know. 
I was sitting at the end, um, and people just kept staring at me. And I thought, well, I'm sitting at the end. Are they going to stick me with the check? I mean, what? Why? <laughs> why do they keep? Why do they keep looking over at me? And and I thought, this is this is really very strange, you know. And I I just I don't know. I'm I just there was something not right about sure. this. And, uh, you know, your in, my intuition kicked in, blah, blah, blah. We left. We got home. Barry went to bed. And Marion sat, and Mary and I sat in the living room. And I remember I was on the sofa. She was on the floor. And I said, <laughs> um, you know, your friends are really very lovely, but... It, I just, I, why were they, they just kept looking over and sort of looking, they were like, like looking me over, you know? Like scrutinizing very, you. Very much so, to the point where I thought, did a zit just pop out? I mean, I, you know, I wasn't I mean, dressed. also... You are stunning at this point, though, too. Just, like, you know, nothing's more attractive than someone who's in wonderful shape. But, so, like, there's something that could be that. But it sounds like it's overwhelmingly something else. It was overwhelmingly something else. Yes. And she looked, and she had, like, this Cheshire grin on her face. And she said to me, well, you see, generally when we bring a single woman, it's because I've handpicked them for my husband, for our threesome. <laughs> Shut the fuck up right now. So hold on. So not only is that probably why they brought you, the entire friend group knew this too? Well, apparently, um, these two made no secret of their sex life. And for all I know... You know, that whole group could be doing it. And I sat there and I thought, oh, my God, I am hostage in their home. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, well, I am not willing to pay that price for a private flight. I, I just, you know, I don't know what to say, but I am not your gal. Yeah, not at right. all. And I don't know why you would have even thought that. And she said, oh, because Barry likes your style. I said, well, that's just great. But <laughs> I said, I'm now very uncomfortable and I have to leave. And she said, well, you don't really. And I said, yeah. I said, I'll tell you what, it's too late for any planes out of here so um let me go to my room and I said and I don't expect to be disturbed I kept thinking god I hope there's a goddamn <laughs> lock on that door or I'm gonna be sleeping in the bathtub oh with god. the bathroom lock on but um and I said I'll just take a flight home you know and it's not an issue she said but you really don't have to do that I said I thank you but for me, I do need to do that. Um, and so I got the first flight out of there and arranged for a car to pick me up 
before the house was awake and right, I was out of right. there before they even got up. So I'm not saying, but you know, I have to tell you the interesting thing is when I told a few of, uh, a few people about it, do you know that a couple of the gals said they had the same experience that they, you know, that the, a couple, a couple of couples wanted them to be part of their, you know, menage a trois. And so, I mean, I thought this was just, anyway, apparently it, it happened to other people I know. And listen, you know, I'm living in Chicago in the middle of the Midwest. It's not as though I'm, you know, in some, you know, anyway. Hippy dippy town. Well, but at any rate, it's, I, I believe me, I don't, I'm not saying this is going to happen to you. I just think that sometimes not all people you think are going to be friends have the same motive you do. But let's go on to something. Well, hold on. You did say you suggest having the same schedule. You met these people. That's when you want to switch up your schedule. Oh, I did. I did. (laughs) But is there a cautionary tale here? Is there like... Because first of all, no. I mean, the unsaid part of this all is they should have been up front. They they did sure. hold you hostage. They, you know, you'll have more success the more earnest you are with people in this endeavor. And they screwed you over, honestly, without, you know, because I'm sure she was anticipating. I mean, this is me extrapolating. But just by staying, you might warm up the idea or something. And so you were so right to have, for fear of embarrassing yourself or them, to leave but was there anything that could have keep you off this in the first place? Or, uh, I mean, I've thought a lot about that, and actually, no. I mean, there was wow. never, there was never. I mean, nobody ever asked me about my sexual life. I mean, they, you know, that conversation never even arose. But anyway, wow. it's just—it's wow. not a caveat. I'm not—I'm not saying that you're going. No, it's to the just your experience. I'm just saying it's one of my experiences, <laughs> which so. is what we're here for. Amazing. Exactly. Now, another another way to meet people, and again, it. Uh, really satisfies more than just your motive, and that is to volunteer um, in some area that you, if you like animals, there's animal shelters. If you're you know interested interested in children, there's children's hospitals. There's all kinds of people or organizations looking for volunteers. Uh, if you're so inclined, you can take uh, go into a docent program oh. at one of the museums. If you're in, you know, if you're in an area that has a few museums, and again, this is a way to still feel connected to the universe and to have um, interaction with people and um, get to know somebody and again friendships are formed i mean i've i've formed a few friendships along the way um during the years that i was doing a lot of not-for-profit work and uh, so that's one another way is to take up a new hobby and uh, i've made really really good friends uh in uh for some 15 years 
I was, uh, I just actually stopped going to the studio, uh, but I worked in, I'm, I'm a goldsmith, and so mm. we had this incredible class of people that were so warm and caring, and we, with a great, great teacher, and so it was a great way for me, and I mean, um, the men and women that I met there were, um, have been and still are really wonderful, wonderful friends. Now, when I moved to um, Palm Beach, and again, you know, I have to say that I moved from Chicago to Palm Beach, Florida. I moved from Palm Beach, Florida to Los Angeles, California. And uh, actually, I didn't know anybody. So I'm I'm talking from firsthand experience. And so right. one of the... Uh, I had become friendly with the lady um, in Palm Beach who sold me, sold me my house. And being generous of spirit, she wanted to introduce me to people. And I said I had an interest in learning bridge. And she said, oh, you know, Anne has a friend, blah, blah, blah. And so I reached out to this person an older man who taught on cruise ships and he said you know i ah. really, yeah i in most most bridge teachers do not want to teach bridge to a beginner and i assured him i was a quick study and you mm -hmm. know let's meet once and he could form his opinion there'd be no hard feelings if he didn't want to continue so i gave him my address he came to the house and he was a lot older than what I was expecting. And he had two uh, little shopping totes. And mm. he's, uh, you know, I had all of two steps to get up to my front door. And he, you know, was sort of doing one of these with the bamboo. Thank you. Ambled up the steps and said, Dear, would you um, take this bag? bag? Well, just the one bag, and oh. he kept the other bag, and he okay. said, um, can you tell me where your powder room is? So I showed him to the powder room, and it was obvious in this bag were the cards and whatever, so I took it out. And about five, seven minutes later, he comes out, and I, we were gonna, we were in the I was in the dining room, he come, and he said, oh, dear, you have very lovely chairs do you have a tea towel and I said yes and I thought isn't he wonderful worrying that his you know his he may have something on his trousers that will oh, my, oh. So, isn't that nice so I went and got a tea towel and I put it down and he said well you know often the diapers don't keep me mm. dry mm. <laughs> Oh no, those. Oh no. <laughs> and first of all, if that's the case, bring your own goddamn tea towel. Don't use well, my uh, tea towel. Anyway, <laughs> we got we got through the lesson. And I'll what, make hold on. This... what's going through your mind at this moment? Like when it's he like, says that. What's and granted, going we... I'm thinking, what the fuck have you gotten into now? <laughs> Because here's and, the thing, we're not like saying that it's it's a people have these problems. Incontinence is a, is a thing. 
uh, and we're not shaming that, but usually people have found a way to not make it other people's problem, essentially. And he well, just did. That's only, that's only the beginning. Oh, no. So he said, you know, oh, you're very bright and I would love to teach you. Uh, next time you come to my place. And I said, okay. And I gave him the money that for it. And he said, oh, no, 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 not yet. So the following week I went to his apartment and uh, we had another lesson, and he, um, I again tried to pay him, and he said, oh, no, no, no. He said, you know, I know you're a single lady, and oh. I, know, I know you have a very exciting social life. Well, by this time, I actually did, you know, was out a lot, and mm -hmm. Palm Beach is a very social town, so... Um, he said, and I think that if I were your escort, the chances of you meeting an eligible man would be increased because you have me. Somehow or other, I didn't see his logic, given, <laughs> given the fact that he wears diapers. <laughs> so... <laughs> Lois, I think you're being really short-sighted here. <laughs> so I probably was, but um, at any rate, he said, I said, you know what, uh, you know, and being, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to be very sensitive. Uh, you know, I don't want to hurt this man's feelings. Sure. Uh, you know, clearly he, anyway, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I said, you know, let me give that some thought. And, um, sure. Uh, when I call you to schedule the next lesson, you know, I'll, I'll we'll talk about it. So, uh, you know, I waited a couple days. I thought, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I called him and um, I said, you know, I, I feel it's only fair that before we schedule another lesson that I tell you that, see, I'm far more comfortable just paying you for the lessons rather than, um, you know... This exchange you program. As an, <laughs> as an escort. And he said, well, if that's the way you feel, the hell with you. And he slams the phone down. <laughs> okay. I'm worried about being sensitive. And he pretty much tells me to go to hell. So wow. there you are. Another one of my tuck tut stories, but... Getting back to what else you can do is, you know, there's a lot of meetup groups across the country, or you can start your own meetup group. Ah. If you, you can do whatever you like. If you like to walk, you can do that. I heard about a group in Palm Springs. Uh, the first year, this gal I know was part of 15 women who met in the morning for coffee. Whoa. And that group, uh, and walked, and that group grew to 3,000 people. Now, they didn't all meet at the same place. I but can't imagine. They had the same, you know, the same idea in different parts of the desert. So you can wow. do your own. I recently met a great group of people. 
by going, and it was actually during uh, COVID when uh, everything was closed and um, just a group of people would be sitting outside Pete's Coffee and uh, I would be walking and smiling, saying hello. And one day, uh, someone said to me, you know, I think I know your neighbor, blah, blah. From mm. there, it developed into going at the same time in the morning. And there's, you know, sometimes there's five people. Sometimes there's 15 people. But from that group, I have come away with a handful of very, very good friends. Again... The key to this is being consistent in the days of the week and the time of day. People tend to have a schedule, even people who are officially, you know, retired, um, either they walk the dog or they get up at a certain time or they, whatever, you know, they go for their walk uh, down the street that is, so I've given, I think, about five ways to easily meet people. And Jessica, this is not reserved for just silver, as you said. No, it's not. So anybody out there who wants to meet new people and bring new people in their life, these are the ways I have done it. Some with caveats. All with caveats, really, but yes. I had I had to share the most outrageous of them. But for the most part, I really, you know, have been very fortunate in uh, finding people who have the same values as I do, and I think that's really all you need to look for in friendships is someone who has the same values. It doesn't matter the race, religion, sexual orientation, none of it. Just the same values. So there you I have it. That. What do you think, Jessica? How Thank about? You. Well, no. So I, I wanted to give you what I took away from that really quickly. I think um, what's important to remember is it doesn't have to go quickly. It's consistent. So if you make that first smile to somebody, it could take another week to for you guys to be at the same workout station at the same time but then you've already created the mere exposure effect which is you've be let that person become comfortable just by seeing you and sure. so you don't have to immediately ask that person now let's go hang out but you can let the relationship develop and let it uh see see if there's something from that point on uh, another thing i love especially about like being a docent with having or 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 a, you know a nonprofit. Even if you're not, let's say, quote unquote, making friends, the outgoing personal touch is also going to give you that endorphin and and socializing experience, which is what we're really craving because it's we are social creatures. And the reason why learning how to socialize and why it's so such a difficult problem for all of us is we do need it to survive us introverts and extroverts. So mm -hmm. just by being involved in the community, whether you're walking home with a friend or not, you still manage to have one-on-one -on -one or, you know, one-on-group connection. And then the Absolutely. other takeaway from the beginning with Ruth all the way down through the beginning, the end is boundaries. I love it. You have to know when enough is enough. And one of my favorite things is to be diplomatic 
and say, let me think about that. That is so much better than saying, hell no. And yet you always stood up for yourself. And I'm sure there's times where, you know, we wished we stood up for ourselves sooner. Yes. But, yes. you know, and that's another time, another story for another time. Exactly. What we, what I learned from you today is not knowing where your boundary is and speaking it. And if you lose that friend, they weren't your friend. Such an astute saying for, and such a sage. I think we'll just call you the sage. Thank you. <gasps> the sensational you. sage. The sensational <laughs> sage. I love Oh, this. Jessica, thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you, our listeners, for being here every week as we yes. get wonderful stories and advice from Lo or Lois Mills, our sensational silver. Uh, if you have questions, we want them. Our whole season is going to be about what you're looking for to make your life better and to have better boundaries sometimes, maybe. And you're going to just email us over at silverandsensational at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at Silver and Sensational. So there's multiple ways to get involved and enjoy our show. If you're watching on YouTube, what should they do, Lois? Oh, firstly, subscribe. Yes. Please subscribe. Like. Hit the little bell so you're notified when our next YouTube pops up. And comment, please. Comment. You can say whatever you wish or ask a question there. We read Absolutely. everything. So please do that. We would love to have you as our subscriber. And um, I just Share it with a friend. Of course. Share, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, share it with a few friends. That's right. Share it with the new friends <laughs> oh, you're my making. Goodness. Yes. That's it. Get their Full get, circle. Exactly right. So, Jessica... Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening out there. And see you soon. Take care, Lois. You too, dear. Bye.